time today. It is five o'clock here in Scotland and I know many people will come on later and catch the broadcast later and that's okay. We appreciate those that can come on live and join with us. If you are live with us on your social media feed, just leave comments in the comments section. Give us a shout out. Let us know where you are watching from. It's always good to see where people are and what is happening within people's lives. And I pray that this message that we're going to share will be a blessing to everyone. I just want to really press in today because before I left Israel to Scotland, I had a word from, from the Lord and it was a clear word. And it was the word about fruitful vine. He said that this will be a tour of fruitful vine. We will see incredible outpourings. And I wanted to just bring out the scriptures and talk about the place in the scriptures. Obviously, we have John chapter 15, I'm the vine, you're the branches. And we'll get to that as well. But I want to get to that place where we delve into the scriptures of what the Holy Spirit is saying, especially as we prepare for Shavuot. Now, this is a great time of feast time between first fruits and Shavuot. That 50 days is a time of preparation, pressing in. How much do you want to see the glory of Yehovah manifesting within your lives? Do you want to move into a new dimension? You know, it is time for the body of Messiah to move into maturity of the spirit and not to be caught up in the milk of the word. But we should be those who are understanding what it truly means to divide the word, communicate the word, share our faith in an effective way. Many of us face challenges on how do we witness, how do we share. And the bottom line is this. Until we gain great biblical understanding, share your testimony. And when people are trying to get into theological arguments, bring them back to that place of talking about your personal encounter with a living God. And as you do that, no one can deny your own personal testimony. No one can deny the life change that's happening within you. We are born again of the Spirit for such a time as this. Hallelujah. So this is a good time to share this feed with others, even if you're listening later. Father, I want to thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of being found in your presence, found in your word, that your word is truth. And Father, we need your word to come alive within our hearts. We can spend time gaining knowledge, and that's good. But what is knowledge if we are not in a personal relationship with you. Father, we pray that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart that understands that we may walk in your ways and experience your goodness. And we pray that goodness and mercy will follow us everywhere we go because we diligently seek you with all of our heart, with all of our souls. And we ask, Father, that you renew our minds, transform us, Father, we break the spirit of anxiety. We break the spirit of fear. We recognize, Father, that we don't have to run around trying to work everything out, but we need to press in and have a clear word from heaven. So we receive from you right now. So as we go to the scriptures, we ask, Father, that you minister to us and speak a word in season into our hearts as we are just four days away 
from Shavuot in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I want to open up the scriptures in Genesis chapter 49. I love the passage of scripture in Genesis 49 because here you have Jacob blessing his sons. And there's some real powerful testimonies, of course, prophecy fulfilled in so many ways as we look through those scriptures because we see the words that Jacob spoke over his sons and we see the prophecy walking out and the fulfillment of so much of what he said to his sons. What a blessing. And I want to focus on the prophecy, um, the blessing that was given to Joseph because this is the key of what the Ruach HaKodesh, what the Holy Spirit spoke to me for this season. I just want us to, to capture the importance of the fruitful vine. And this is what Jacob said to Joseph in verse 22. Joseph is a fruitful vine. Joseph is a fruitful vine. A fruitful vine near a spring whose branches climb over a wall. With bitterness, archers attack him. They shoot at him with hostility, but his bow remains steady. His strong arm stayed limber because of the hand of the mighty one of Jacob, because of the shepherd, the rock of Israel. Oh, hallelujah. Because of the hand of the mighty one of Jacob. This is why he stays strong. This is why he stays on track. And we're going to come back and look at that in a second. Verse 25, because of your father's God who helps you, because of the Almighty who blesses you with blessings of the skies above, blessings of the deep springs below, blessings of the breast and the womb. Your father's blessings are greater than the blessings of the ancient mountains than the bounty of the age-old hills. Let all these rest on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the prince among his brothers. Wow! And you can see Joseph with that multicolored coat on and just how much favor he had from his father in his young days. And you know, the brothers, they hated the blessing. They hated the favor that was on Joseph. And many people hate and can't stand the blessing that's on your life. They don't want you to succeed. They don't want you to accomplish all the things that the Father has for you. If you are bold and strong, and you walk out your destiny and your calling. In this portion of Scripture, it says here, because the hand of the Almighty One of Jacob was with him, right? It's, there is generational blessings. There is generational authority that is being released right now. And if that's the blessing that is over Joseph, just think of the blessing that has been handed down through Yeshua, the Messiah. The blessings of Yeshua are far greater than anything you could comprehend of the blessings of Joseph. But what we see is a type and shadow of Messiah in the life of Joseph and how his life worked out. When we see the, the portion of scripture here, it talks about your father's blessings are greater. Greater than what? His father's blessings were greater than even 
the rest of creation, even the ancient mountains, the bounty hills. Just picture that for a second. When Yehovah speaks, when his hand is upon you, he says, the blessings and the favor over your life are greater than even the creation of this earth. Why? The whole earth was created so that we could dwell in it and fellowship with the living God. So it was created for a purpose for us to come along. The Father's desire is that he is walking in fellowship with you and walking in fellowship with me. He wants us to realize that the true plan of us being alive today is to be in fellowship and unity with a mighty God. How are you with Yehovah today? Where's your life in the presence of God today? Have you taken time to surrender your life to God today? I'm writing my book. It's called The Search is Over. I'm a witness. I'm just pressing in this chapter called In Christ. And as we go through that chapter, it's just amazing what the Holy Spirit is pouring out as I'm finishing off some of the key things the Father wants me to say in this. But one thing we recognize, you've got believers who are still on the milk. You've actually got leaders who are leading assemblies. They might have gone through theological Bible college, done all those different things, but they're still on the milk of the Word. They haven't moved in to the meat of the Word, to the maturity. Why? Because they've sold out to education. They've sold out to knowledge in the head, but they have failed to understand what it truly means to live life in the Spirit. And the last time we did a broadcast, we talked out of, yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. I'll just go there. And you've got Paul in that portion of Scripture. He is addressing the leaders of the assemblies. And he said, I couldn't address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Messiah. And he's not speaking to just general believers. He is speaking to the leadership. And so many fellowships today are filled with messages that are so uh, kindergarten in their response. They're not building, they're not developing, they're not equipping the body for action. We're not mobilizing the body of Messiah. We've lost connection with what it truly means to go deeper. But the father is saying here, Jacob is saying here in verse 26, your father's blessings, the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they are greater than the blessings of the ancient mountains. Why? Because the work that the father is doing through Abraham is to bring redemption to all mankind. And this is why it's so important that we recognize this fruitful vine. The Holy Spirit said to me, we'll have a tour across the United Kingdom and we're getting geared up for that right now. The Holy Spirit is moving in the preparation for that. The nations are coming in in the preparation for that. And I want to tell you, if you want to support the work that we are doing in outreach, everywhere we go in outreach, we are training others how to be effective in sharing their faith. We are teaching people how simple it is to preach the gospel. I love what we have here with our letter of hope. Many of you have seen the letter of hope. Maybe you're tuning in for the first time and you don't know about our letter of hope. 
Literally tens of thousands of these letters are going out all over the world. They are blessing. They are transforming lives. They are bringing salvation. I've personally witnessed, I don't know how many people reading this letter with tears running down their faces, sitting on benches in parks all over different parts of the U.S. This is the hour of salvation. This is the hour for us to understand we are called to be a fruitful vine. We are called to move into that next generation of what the Father has for us. You know, many of you know, after Passover last year, I stepped out to go to the U.S. with $50 and traveled across the country. And everywhere we went, we saw the outpouring of the Spirit. And let me tell you something. We will establish our mission agency and a whole center for training, a kehala, and in every aspect of assembly and everything that is required with that, we will have that in the Fort Worth, Texas area. And I can't wait to see how the Father's going to put that together. I've got visa applications in right now. We're waiting for those to come about. We still need additional resources for everything to take place. We need resources for moving equipment. We've got to buy containers and get things organized. There's a huge operation that is required with this move to get us into position for this part of the work. But it's exciting. It's exciting times. So in this time as we wait, the question is, what do we do? Well, we ask, Father, where is the land of opportunity? Where's the place that we are called to move? What are we doing? And to be here in, in, in my homeland in Scotland and to be able to get out and share faith here, this is going to be an incredible time as we get the tents set up, as we get everything put in place to share the gospel here in Scotland and across the United Kingdom. So listen, if you're tuning in in the UK and you just uh, love evangelism, I want you to email me, Kenny, at bulldozerfaith.com. Tell me where you are because we want to get connected with you because we're going to be traveling across the country. And I want to get to places where people are excited about being effective for the kingdom. Hallelujah. So what is Joseph? He's a fruitful vine, right? There's a mantle that's on his life that is so powerful. And what we witnessed from Paul, I just read in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, the important thing is living by the Spirit. So what's the difference between those who are on the milk and those who are on the meat of the word? The difference is those who are on the milk, they're all caught up with the ways of the world. They're, they're mere human in their thinking, in their understanding, in their the walk. They haven't tapped in to the supernatural, the transforming power of a mighty God. They're disconnected from that. But those who live by the Spirit, they don't care what is happening in this realm. They prophesy to this realm and say, you know what, mountain, you're going to move in the name of Yeshua. We speak to those mountains to be moved. So one thing as we look at the life of Joseph, we see this is an incredible anointing that rests upon him. Let all these rest on the head of Joseph on the brow of the prince among his brothers. Wow, what an incredible blessing that's spoken over Joseph. You know, many believers today are called to bring forth solutions, to bring forth answers to this 
broken generation. And if we look at the mantle of Joseph, he was entrusted with so much. What does that look like? And Joseph, what did he possess? He possessed that extraordinary gift of prophecy. It was spiritual insight. Do you ever take time to press in and, and receive a word from heaven? Understand the solution, understand the plan, understand the steps of what the Father is saying. But not just in your life, but having the power to establish a heavenly realm here on earth. That's what Joseph was given. He was given the authority to establish that which is in the heavenly realm here on, here on earth. And this is what we see Yeshua bringing forth, yeah, to the disciples. What did he say to Peter? I'm going to give you the keys to heaven. Whatever you bind in heaven will be bound on earth. Whatever you loose in heaven will be loosed on earth. Powerful. This is exactly what we're talking about. This mantle, this anointing of Joseph. And what I want you to think about right now, I want you to identify with Joseph. Why? Because one greater than Joseph has come. It's Yeshua the Messiah. And what he has done, he says, I'm coming to live in you. So all of the authority and all of the blessings that we see upon Joseph's life right here in Genesis chapter 49, the Father is saying to you today, through Messiah, through Christ in you, I'm giving you an even greater mantle. I'm giving you an even greater authority. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit, and by the Holy Spirit, you will be empowered to be even more effective. So we need the gifts of the Spirit. We need prophecy. We need spiritual insight. We need the power to establish the heavenly realm here on earth. We break the spirit of sickness. We come against the spirit of lack. We come against every single assignment of the enemy that seeks to hinder people from being saved. As we walk around the parks and as we do outreach, what do we do? We cancel the assignments of the enemy. We say, devil, your time is up. This park belongs to Yehovah. As we prayer walk the community right here where I'm in Moody'sburn, we are praying. You know what, devil, time's up. That spirit of suicide, you get off this town in the name of Yeshua. As we walk up and down the streets, what are we saying? We're saying to each and every household, may the, the love of Yeshua, the Messiah, break forth into your home in Yeshua's name. We want to see the heavenly realm established here on earth. We also see the divine authority bestowed upon each and every one of us. Divine authority. So what's the Father saying? I'm giving you divine authority. I'm going to give you not just a little understanding. I'm going to give you profound understanding. I'm going to give you an ability to see, to understand, to do far beyond anything you could ever dream or imagine, way out of your pay grade, way out of your comfort zone. The question is, will we step out of our comfort zone? Do you want to step out of your comfort zone? Listen, every single one of you who are tuning in, listening by podcast, watching on social media, however you're listening right now, do you want to experience a greater measure of the outpouring of the Spirit, but not just so, oh, oh, I feel so good. No, so you can be effective for the kingdom and be what? A fruitful vine. Because this is the blessing. Now, 
There's so much the Holy Spirit is saying through Messiah. He's saying, this is what rests on you. What rests on you is the favor of God. So when the devil robs you of your calling, when he robs you of your self-esteem, what he's doing is he's pushing down the very call of God so that you can't walk and function in what the Father has got for you. But what's the Father saying? He's going to give you divine authority. He's going to give you profound understanding. He's going to give you ability to interpret dreams. Step out of your comfort zone. Hear the word of the Lord. You know, are you going to live on the milk or are you going to start walking in the spirit? Because that's what takes you into the meat of the word is when we walk in the spirit. He's going to give you the ability to interpret dreams, aspirations and visions. The strategy, the strategic designs of leadership, that entrepreneurial spirit, we release it over our lives right now in Yeshua's name. I thank you, Father, that just as Joseph had solutions, that each and every one of us has solutions for the breakthrough by the Spirit. And it's very important we add by the Spirit onto that because so often we get caught up in our mind's eye of how we want to have things work out and we so limit God with what he wants to do. But we've got to practice in these areas and see the strategic designs of leadership unfold before us because of the solutions that he gives us, ensuring their effective implementation. So it's not just about having the solution and the idea. He gives you the authority and the ability to carry it out. Now, the enemy might come and try and rob the blessings of what the Father has given you. And if he has successfully robbed blessings, that are over your lives, hear the word of the Lord. It says that the years the locusts have stolen will be added back to you. You know, the enemy's got to pay back. So just because you've had failure, I don't care how many times you've failed, as long as you're failing forward. It doesn't matter if you fall. The question is, when you get back up on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. So when you get up, do you stand on your own strength or do you stand on the strength of the Lord? Hallelujah. So he gives you the ability to implement the strategies, the designs, the key things of leadership that will bring blessing to your community, blessing to your family, blessing to your nation, and blessing to the kingdom of Yahovah. And what's the most powerful thing we can do? And that is to minister salvation and the love of God to the broken and the lost. So the mantle of Joseph is both a sacred responsibility and a gracious empowerment. It's empowering its bearers to fulfill their role in guiding and manifesting divine purpose. And just think about that. For a second, you are called to have the mantle of Joseph. But when I'm speaking this, really, you have the mantle of Yeshua. And what does Yeshua say? He says that you are clothed in righteousness. That's the mantle that he is giving you. So we're pulling this out of Genesis and we're seeing that how it manifests in Yeshua. And one thing that's very important, very important every time we read from the Torah 
and you're moving into the Torah, the question is, where is Yeshua in the midst of this passage? And what are you saying? Hallelujah. What's the spiritual meaning of a mantle? What is it that's so important about this mantle? And I believe the Holy Spirit wants many people to recognize that Yeshua is saying, I've got a mantle for you. But the question is, are you wearing the mantle that Jesus, Yeshua, has for you? Or are you just walking around in your PJs? You know, you can go to many stores today, Tesco's, Asda, Walmart, whatever country you're in, <laughs> Sainsbury's. You, know, you go into different stores. What is it with people? Why are they wearing their pajamas? Why are they walking into the store with slippers on? Like, what is going on today? But we are called to be spiritually alert. We're part of the army of Yehovah. We're called as ambassadors of reconciliation between God and man. The spiritual meaning of the mantle. The mantle symbolizes a man's unique gift. So I want you to receive the mantle of Yeshua right now and recognize it's not because of your works. It's not because of anything you've done. It's just by you calling out, Yeshua, I receive your mantle right now. I receive your mantle. Put your mantle upon me. Just think of Elijah and Elisha. Elisha says, uh, you know, give me your anointing. And what did Elijah say? He said, if you see me get taken up, you'll have a double portion of the anointing. And what did he take? He took the cloak of Elijah and he put that on. Right. So the meaning of the man mantle is, is about the unique gift, the divine calling bestowed upon him by Elohim. It's the calling upon his life. That calling that is upon your life can be imparted into the lives of others. It's not just for you to, to keep to yourself, but you're called to impart the anointing that's on your life into the lives of others. It should be like a relay. We should be sowing into the lives of others. There's an impartation with the laying on of hands that is required. These are unique gifts by the Spirit, the divine calling bestowed upon him by God. So it's not just about something that man thinks. It's tapping into what the Holy Spirit is saying. This is a divine calling. This mantle is symbolizing the divine calling that's upon my life that's bestowed upon us by Elohim. The specific purpose of which he is summoned. Now, this is very interesting, and I want you to think about this. I want you to realize that the God of heaven and earth, the God of creation, the Messiah, this is what Yeshua is saying to you. He is saying, right, He's saying, I'm summoning you. I'm calling you. This is an appointed time. Don't miss it. So as we get to Shavuot in four days, day 50, I believe that it's going to be a time of incredible answered prayer. It's going to be an unlocking. It's going to be a releasing. And I'm going to talk more about that in a few days. It serves as a powerful symbol. The mantle serves as a powerful symbol. Why? It represents just who he is. It's not about who you are, but it's Messiah manifesting through you and through me. It's a powerful symbol, especially for the prophets. 
Father, raise up the prophets. Let the prophetic word come forth. Let the prophetic word bring transformation. I see so many people coming to Messiah because of the prophetic word. The Holy Spirit gives insight, gives understanding, and then people start crying. How do you know this? You know, what are you talking about? And as we evangelize and as we witness, we want to tap into the gifts of the Spirit. And if the Father gives you a prophetic word while you're sharing with someone who's not yet saved, release the word and watch what the Holy Spirit is going to do. It's signifying that they were enveloped in the authority of God himself, that mantle. You're enveloped in the authority of God. You know, I know I'm speaking quite fast on these things right now. Sometimes we've just got to slow down and think about that. This is what God is saying to you. I'm enveloping you. I'm just surrounding you. I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by your love. I'm surrounded by your grace. I'm enveloped by the mantle that is upon you. You can imagine what was going through Joseph's head when he heard, let all these rest on the head of Joseph. Those very words coming from his father, let all these rest on the head of Joseph. Well, I just want to make a declaration, and I want you to say this. The mantle of Yeshua, let all these blessings that you have in your word through Yeshua rest upon my head, rest upon Kenny Russell's head. You say your name. Let all of these blessings all of the blessings that are far greater than the mountains, far greater than the age-old hills, far greater than creation. Father, let your mantle fall upon me. Create me a pure heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Thank you, Father. Press in to experience the fullness of what he has for us. So what's the significance of the mantle in the Bible. The mantle was originally a cape that was worn simply to ward off the cold. So what does that mantle do? It's a cloak. It keeps out the elements. And this is what we need spiritually. We've got to say to the elements of this world, you're locked out because I have the mantle of a mighty God on me. I've got the mantle of God on me. And maybe you're going through some tough times right now and you can't cope with what you're facing. Just receive the mantle of God. All those cold elements, all of that stuff you're feeling, cast your cares upon the Lord. He cares for you. He's going to bring you to a place where you're not even going to recognize the attacks and the things that you're going through. The mantle was first mentioned in the Old Testament as a garment worn by several prophets, including Elijah and Elisha. And that's what we just talked about. You know, how powerful was that cloak? That mantle from Elijah. What did Elisha do? Threw it down, slapped the water, and the waters parted. Isn't that powerful? Passing on the anointing, passing on the authority, passing on just the weight of the calling into the lives of others. That's what the Father wants us to do. So we are going on tour throughout the UK for this next couple of months. And what's our purpose? Our purpose is to pass on. Our purpose is to impart. Our purpose is to ordain, to release people into their callings, to see the victory of Messiah established in the lives of those 
that we meet with all across the country. And I want you to pray with us for what we're going to be doing in the UK. I believe that many lives are going to be supernaturally transformed. I also believe there'll be a, an unlocking of people's callings. And that's what we've seen throughout our past trip last year. That's what we've seen through the last 30 years of our ministry. So many people released into their callings. We need a testimony. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So anyway, we just got stuck in Genesis chapter 49 and just expanded on that a little bit there. And I hope that has been a blessing for you. I'm just going to read really in closing. Did I say in closing? Yeah, I'm really meaning closing. I just want to read a few passages from John chapter 15, just to show how this relates to Joseph. What is Joseph a fruitful vine? And what does it say in uh, John 15? I am the vine, the true vine. And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I also remain in you. No branch in me can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. This is why this tour is fruitful vine, because we've got to remain in the vine. I believe that everything that we will witness will be the, as an overflow of the outpouring of us being found in Messiah. That's what's going to give the fruitfulness. You can't bear fruit on your own, not fruit that will last. We need the fruit of the Spirit. So as we come up for Shavuot, I want to ask you to stand with me. I want you to think about your offerings for Shavuot. And I want you to sow an offering into the work of mission, of outreach, of bringing forth fruitfulness. And you know, what is Shavuot? It's the wheat harvest. We have the barley harvest for Passover. We have the wheat harvest that's now coming in for Shavuot. It's about the harvest. Are you the wheat or are you the tares? We're the wheat, not the tares. What's significant about that? Let's use our resources to sow into salvation, to sow into change lives for Shavuot, not just sowing into general funds, but using the resources of our offering. As we hand that before the Father, I believe the Father is going to bring incredible blessings upon your home, upon your family, and upon your life. Because this is what we're called to do. It says, don't come before the Lord empty-handed. We're meant to come before him with our sheaves full. So we're already gathering up everything that we need. We've got our amplification. We've got signs and things on order. We've got everything in the pipeline. But we need resources. We need fuel. Will you fuel bulldozer faith to travel throughout the country? Will you fuel us for all of the expenses that we have for transportation and everything that's required. Everything is coming in. It's all happening. I'm just giving you the opportunity to get involved with what is taking place. I want to take a special moment to thank every single donor towards our ministry because you're the one that allows us to get moving. And then it's those who don't give on a regular basis. When their giving comes in, they're the ones that 
catapult us. It's like our, our monthly donors that's pulling back the catapult. And then what we place in the catapult is the donations that come in for those who give from time to time. And we're able to equip and resource what is required to preach the gospel to this generation. I believe that we're going to witness an incredible outpouring of provision. I believe we're going to witness a credible outpouring of salvation and transformation as we go throughout the country. And I want you to be a part of that. And, you know, this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to share this message of the fruitful vine and the importance of the mantle of Joseph and how much weight was put on Joseph's head. And listen, it wasn't to crush him. It's because he was called to deliver his people. He was called to bring them out of famine into safety and into provision. So I believe that many of you are receiving that Joseph anointing right now, and you just claim that anointing. And as you're claiming it, like I said, we're accepting the, the anointing of Yeshua, which is even greater than the anointing of Joseph. But Joseph did incredible exploits, and the Father wants you and I to do incredible exploits for him. So if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and the word that you've received today, take a moment and share this word with someone that you believe needs this word. I believe the spirit of depression is coming off people because you're, you're stuck in that place not knowing how to get out of your difficult problems. And I want to tell you, if you will just fast and pray and press in, the Father will bring forth the answer. He'll bring forth the deliverance, and your victory is in hand. You don't have to worry. Let's go back to Genesis 49, that portion of Scripture. It said in verse 24, But his bow remained steady, his strong arm stayed limber, right? Because of the hand of the mighty one of Jacob. Why was that? Because those, the bitterness archers attack him. They shoot at him with hostility. So yes, we're under fire. Yes, things can be tough. Things are really heavy. You might not have recovered from all the COVID lockdowns. Our ministry hasn't recovered from that yet. Our businesses haven't recovered from that yet. We're not running around trying to make it happen. We've got to stay in that place and say, you know what, Father? You are faithful. You can bring us through. We have a promise to stand on, and that's the key. What is the promise of Yahovah over your life? And it's that promise that gives you hope in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the attacks, the shots. Uh, the firing of the arrows against you, the hostility against you. It's that promise that makes your arms steady because the Father says, the Almighty, one of Jacob, what's he doing? He is holding you steady. So you're going to come out if you will just stay on him and be faithful to his word and faithful to his ways. You know, there's many people that don't understand the importance of giving, of sacrificing, of pouring out, of making a difference. And you just, some people are just so stingy. They're just thinking, I can't, I need everything. It's all about me. It's all about me. Let me tell you something that will hinder your faith walk and hinder your growth. And it disconnects you from the supernatural. 
But if you take that moment and release funds into the purpose of his kingdom, you know what happens? It releases you to experience the miracles of God. And I've got so many, literally thousands of incredible stories of the provision of God, the transforming power of God. And every one of those miracles have happened because I know it is okay to empty myself. It's okay to give everything that I have where I have nothing left because what I give is going to come back a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. We've got to sow into the kingdom. And if you give up houses, if you give up property, if you give up assets or whatever for the purpose of the kingdom, the Father will bless you. What's it going to cost us to put a ministry center in in Texas? It's going to cost us a lot of resources, a lot of partners, a lot of growth. And as we are on the verge of the mission starting here, we need more partners. We need more people to stand with us. You can go on at the description on the social media you're watching. You can see how to sign up and give monthly. You can find ways to give on PayPal. You can give through credit card. You can do bank drafts. Uh, all the links are right there. You can give with Cash App. And I believe that through the 30 years of ministry and all of the things that we have accomplished for the King of Kings, we are good soil to sow into because we're changing hundreds of thousands of people's lives for the purpose of the kingdom. And this is a new season and a new day. And I can't wait to see the miracles that are going to happen over this short season on this mission here in the UK. So I appreciate each and every one of you joining with us. Like I said, if you go to the description of this message, just hit the see more or the drop down and you'll see different ways that you can give and support this mission. But don't delay. Think about it today. Say, Father, what do you need me to sow today? What do you need me to do today? And pray over it and follow the leading of the Spirit and you will see the blessings that the Father has for you. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for taking the time and share this message with others. I really believe that we need to get that Joseph anointing, that Yeshua authority reestablished within our lives. We need to move into a new realm of the supernatural and experience the glory of God in every aspect of our life. Thanks for watching. Until next time, shalom, shalom.